Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Friends, our Epiphany podcast series is continuing, and I have another special guest. Uh, Not that special, because he's been on a lot before. It's Pastor Gary, again. And he's recorded a whole teaching about Jesus as the priest. So as you'll remember, all throughout Le- or all throughout Epiphany, I should say, I'm getting ahead of myself, we've been looking at different characteristics of Jesus. And this week, Pastor Gary is going to talk with us about seeing Jesus as a priest. This is some pretty interesting stuff because that priestly title has a lot of significance uh, in the Old Testament, especially. Gary will explain all of it much better than I can. Um, but yes, thank you as always for listening, for your continued support of the podcast. Please uh, live, give us a comment or a like uh, or a rating on the iTunes store or wherever you're listening to this podcast and let other people know too. We've got some exciting things coming up as we head into Lent and really hope that this podcast can be a way of supporting people throughout their week uh, in their walk of faith. But now let's turn it over to Pastor Gary as he continues our Epiphany series on the characteristics of Jesus by telling us about Jesus the priest. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another Together for Good podcast from Bethany Lutheran Church in the Denver area of Colorado. I'm Pastor Gary Sandberg, privileged to be here with you today, and we are in the midst of our Epiphany series as we're taking a look at new ways that Jesus was revealed. And so today, I'm going to look at how Jesus is revealed as priest. Now, this might be somewhat obvious, or it might be somewhat disturbing, because Jesus did not get along very well with the priests of his day. In fact, it seemed like he, and particularly the chief priests, along with scribes and elders, were seemingly always at odds with one another. And Jesus had some pretty harsh things to say about these religious leaders at times. So when I talk about Jesus as priest, I'm trying to recapture a little bit of that classic way that we would have seen a priest in, well, not really in Jesus' day, unless they were really quite uh, adept at what they were doing. But even as we look back a bit to the Old Testament, a little bit more of that classic way we would have seen what a priest does, but also with the understanding that Jesus brings a bit of nuance to it a way of understanding the role of priest that I actually hope makes people like me, that is, pastors, better at what we do because we can understand the important role that Jesus played here. As we look at that, I want to take a look at how some of our Gospels begin because they begin with ways that we understand the role of priest, Or maybe we understand the role of Jesus within the role of priest. If we take a look at the Gospel of Luke, the first story that we actually hear in Luke's Gospel, which is to be an account of the the good news of Jesus Christ, well, the first person that we encounter is Zechariah the priest. And we hear that Zechariah has been going into the temple now to perform the certain duties of the priest. Well, as the story goes on, of course, Zechariah is in there for a while. An angel shows up and talks to him. But most importantly is for us to understand that when we're talking about the good news of Jesus, the first way that Luke 
takes an account of this good news of Jesus is to unveil that that activity that a priest was doing. So Zechariah would have been going into the temple to perform a ritual on behalf of the people. And so that's the first way we encounter the good news of Jesus Christ is that there's a ritual so that we would be able to encounter God and in a way God would be able to encounter us. And that very important role, that that intermediary role was given over to a priest. As we look at Matthew's gospel, one of the first things we hear in Matthew's gospel is that God brings a message to, uh, to the people through an angel. And so we also get a little glimpse of what Jesus' role might be because clearly the angels bringing a message from God was a really important start to the beginning of Matthew's gospel And now if we would understand that Jesus might also be that person that's going to bring us a message from God, clearly apart from the way that angels did, in fact, much more the way we would expect of a classic prophet or classic priest. Then we'll look at the Gospel of Mark. One of the early things that we hear in the Gospel of Mark is the baptism of Jesus. And Mark uses a very specific term when he talks about the fact that at the baptism of Jesus, the heavens were torn apart. And so what people would have had this, this belief was that the role of the, of the sky, you might say, that's what separated the heaven from the earth, was that which meant that God was beyond that barrier and we were beneath that barrier. And if the heavens were torn apart, now all of a sudden, God has better access to us and we have better access to God. We hear that story at Jesus' baptism. It will come up again at Jesus' crucifixion when we talk about the curtain of the temple torn into, again, the one place that only a priest would be. And so Jesus as priest helps us understand that the role that Jesus sees himself in potentially is that person that has come so that we might be brought closer to God. That is the barriers that could be there between us and God. Jesus has a way of breaking those barriers down or tearing them apart, as Mark might tell us, so that we have access to God. But just as important, God has more personal access to us. And so that which would have been left up to strictly the role of the priest, now Jesus sees him taking that role, but not that he would own it, but instead that he takes the role of priest that invites us into that very aspect of God coming to us and us being able to go to God. So we look at this in in new ways when we understand a little bit about Jesus' ministry and what he was doing that would have seemed priestly, but not really how the priests of his day were acting. A priest of Jesus' day would have been a person who would have performed ritual acts. These acts oftentimes would have been acts of purity. They would have been certain cleansing rites that people would have taken on, 
so that the people could feel cleansed before God. But these were very ritualistic in their activity. When we hear Jesus talking about these things now, Jesus talks to us about not just having a ritual of purity, but rather that our hearts might actually become pure, that we could understand ourselves now in a better way that that we would have a purity of heart, not just a, a purity of action, of ritual that might be a part of our lives. The other aspect that we might understand is that Jesus comes in the role of priest as a way of unveiling scripture for us. We see this very early on in Luke's gospel when Jesus goes into the temple and he opens the scroll of the prophet Isaiah and he talks about things as in the blind be given their sight, the lame beginning to walk, people being set free. And he says, today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This this way that scripture now becomes relevant to today becomes so important so that we're not simply reliving the days of Isaiah or Ezekiel, that we're not just reliving the days of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph, but now Jesus is taking those very, those very scriptures and making them a part of our lives rather than simply looking back on the lives of historical figures. So Jesus as priest really wants us again to understand that the scriptures are a way of us encountering God, and through those scriptures, God continues to encounter us. Another important act that the priests would do would be to perform sacrifice. This was really quite a vital piece of what the priests did, that we would bring our doves or a lamb, a a goat uh, to the temple, and that that would then be sacrificed. But it was very important for the priest to take on that activity on our behalf. And of course, we know when we talk about Jesus as the Lamb of God, which is pronounced relatively early in the gospel readings that we have, And then we understand as we go to the time of Passover and the sacrifice of the Passover lamb that Jesus embodies that very sense of sacrifice. So Jesus as sacrifice doesn't just perform a ritual that the priest would perform on our behalf, but Jesus takes on that ritual that he becomes the very sacrifice himself. So this idea of a priest performing a sacrifice, well, Jesus takes that one step further and actually becomes the sacrifice. And it, of course, is carried out in a very dramatic and different way. And in fact, maybe quite ironically, it is the chief priests of Jesus' day that set him up as the sacrifice. As much as they might have thought that their role would be to sacrifice a lamb, instead what they did was sacrificed the lamb of God. And so Jesus takes their ritualistic act and turns it into something so much bigger than they could have ever possibly performed. And his role of priest embodies that idea of sacrifice beyond 
anything that a, a priest of Jesus' day could have imagined. In all of this, I think what Jesus was really trying to do was to open up the barrier, or in another way to talk about it, to close the gap that people saw between themselves and God, or between earth and heaven. Even as Jesus talks about in his prayer that that we're to understand and pray for heaven and earth to become more aligned, that as Jesus looks at bringing us closer to God and God closer to us, that Jesus doesn't just do that in, in teaching ways or doesn't do that in, in metaphorical ways, but actually becomes that in a very physical way. All that a priest could do was stand as an intermediary, but their work became very ritualistic. What Jesus does is becomes the very bridge between earth and heaven, the very bridge between God and humanity. Jesus as priest fulfills so much for us. And what we have to understand is that then we are now people who can get beyond ritual for ritual's sake. It doesn't mean that we necessarily get beyond ritual because some of those rituals, well, well, they, they bring a, a newness of spirit to our own lives. They remind us of certain patterns that we can establish. But understanding that we don't turn those patterns over to another, but instead they can be our own. Our prayer life is our own. It brings us closer to God. Our, our generosity now becomes our own, not something that a priest has to do for us. Our worship life becomes our own. We're invited into the sanctuary, the temple to be close to God. All of this because Jesus chose to see his role as priest in a different way, not one to be elevated above us, but actually to be among us, for us to understand the beauty, the complexity, the mystery that God chooses to be here among us. And that gap, that distance between God and humanity, well, it's simply closed. Jesus as priest fulfills a way of God's encounter with humanity and humanity's encounter with God. Thanks for being a part of this Together for Good uh, uh, podcast. We look forward to being together on many more in the future. Bye-bye.